Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, Lee. Technology, eh? No, thank who'd you. have it? <laughs> <sighs> it's all—it's almost like the steering wheel of this podcast was going in and out when nobody expected it. Oh, dear, Ooh, Paul, that's yeah. ropey, isn't it? Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> Actually, before we, before we um, before we kick off tonight, just want to say good luck to Jana who isn't joining us on the live stream tonight because she's got a job interview on the other side of Michigan. Uh, ah. Good luck, Jana. Good luck in your job yes. interview. So, um, right, testing then. What the hell have Mercedes come up with? They've come up with something that's called DAS, which, well, who was it who tweeted us and said DAS is good? DAS is good, <laughs> yep. <laughs> which yeah, I whoever, really, whoever tweeted that has obviously listened to the Hot Lap, because that was the title of Hot Lap. Was it? Yep. No, I think, I think that happened before <laughs> I have Hot seen Lap. a lot of Dasist Goot on Twitter. I yeah, think it's but that the, was funny. the obvious joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dual axis steering, mm. which, not to get too uh, technologically boring, let's just say, <laughs> get into it, means that uh, the steering wheel does more than just steer the car by pushing and pulling it. Obviously, they can change which way the wheels are pointing as well. Um it's clever. general idea of a steering wheel, isn't it, to change which way the wheels are pointing? <laughs> Not by changing the, the what's no, called the toe, but the uh, it's it's a clever device, yeah. uh, one that I've seen d- explained very easily in a, in a graphic, but um, I mean, we're not here to be super technical. No. Um, I think well. it's genius, and I wish innovation like this in Formula One happened more often, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I agree with you, but if... If the team that comes up with the innovation, where all the teams are saying, yeah, it's going to take us half a season, like, or Ferrari's going to take half a season to put it to implement it, um, it does. It just kind of destroys Formula One. That's what these new rules next year are for, isn't it? Is to try and tighten it up, tighten up these loopholes. Well, I've already tightened it up for uh, DS because it looks like Mercedes were in discussions with the FIA about it for quite a while. And this now explains why in the 2021 regulations there is a paragraph stating that steering wheels can only work on a horizontal axis. But this <laughs> is not in reaction to to this week's testing. No, because it turns out they've been in discussions about it for the last six to twelve months. Well, they the, all, the, those always will said be, that they? he knew it was on, like he'd seen a drawing of it a year ago. So this and has been like in the pipeline forever. It's and same that as 2021 diffuser, paragraph was mm-hmm. written in October. Yeah. yeah. But it's the same as the double diffuser. The FIA knew all about Braun's double diffuser before they went to testing. Yeah. So if you can come up with it, if it, it's the standard F1 thing though, isn't it? If it's not not in the rules, then you can do it until yeah. it's not in the rules, mm-hmm. until it's specifically not in the rules. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. What, what I wonder is, if it ends up being something that's like super cool and has like other applications as well, um, I can see like Ross Braun's Formula One being a little bit like Formula E, where with like shorter crashing, yeah, but with shorter um, agreements, so you can have like a Gen One and Gen Two. So like the Ross Braun Formula One point. Two, mm. maybe that'll be implemented within the formula. Possibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're going to tighten it up that much for 2021, yeah. which looks like they are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the only team that sort of uh, I've seen that aren't particularly happy about it, well, conflicting sides of the same team, is Red Bull. Christian Horner says mm-hmm. it's quite clever, and um, Helmut Marco not impressed. 
Mm, that's right. always the way though isn't it anytime anyone comes up with something that's going to give them a massive advantage their rivals hate it because they didn't think of it first. yeah well, does, no, Hel- everybody- does helmet marco not like it because technically it works in 3d and he's not very good at <laughs> <laughs> but it, to, to be fair to all the other team bosses or, or like you know technical staff when they've been asked about it they've been like yeah it's within the rules mm. we, we, <laughs> there doesn't seem to be a lot of checked. complaining <laughs> no, no the compl- most of the complaining is coming from the formula one fans mm. but um I think it, as an innovation, and like I think Daniel Ricciardo said it best. You know, look at Mercedes; they've they've, they've dominated the hybrid, uh, t- turbo hybrid era for hybrid era. It's a hybrid of turbo and hybrid. I, is, yeah. I think you'll find <laughs> they'll be coming Yorkshire, and they're and they're still <laughs> and uh, and they're still pushing to try and make you know the the to keep themselves at the front. They've never rested at all whatsoever, and you know, so that's. Uh, it's admirable, put it that way. But the, the thing that I like about it the most is that it's uh, so, such an unknown quantity. We don't know what the advantage is going to be. I mean, in the sort of modern sterile era of Formula One with identical cars and everyone's using the same technology, and occasionally Williams, um, it's good to see an innovation like that come out. It's it's the closest yeah. we'll get to the Brabham fan car or the six-wheeler. six-wheel Tyrrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's... There's nothing to say we can't do it. Mm. You know, let's do it. And if it gives us an advantage, great. And then let the rule makers worry about it. Mm. And, you know, um, the last the last thing that was anywhere close to this innovative, I would probably say, was the McLaren F-duct. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you should sell short what Mercedes have done for hybrid engines as an innovation. Oh, no, I mean, they've completely dominated... Since right. since the hybrids came in with with the engine, they've got they've got the power unit that can um, over the course of a whole season destroy the opposition. Well, that's been the problem I think with this era of Formula One is the the innovation hasn't happened because it's all been about the engine. You know, that's where the money's had to be spent yeah. to try and to try the and close unit, the gap to Mercedes. Is it seems odd, doesn't it, that all of a sudden when Honda bridged the gap to um, Mercedes Ferrari bridged the gap until they were shouted at to Mercedes <laughs> and then all of a sudden Mercedes innovates the car rather than the engine all of a sudden although having said that James Allison's uh, little um, video that he's done where he goes through what they've improved on the car he's, he's expecting an awful lot more engine power as yep. well uh, which let's be honest given what we've seen from the first test Kind of terrifying. <laughs> it is kind of terrifying. I still believe that the Red Bull and especially Max Verstappen, because I always think there's certain people, Vettel's a good one for it, Max Verstappen's a good one for it, where regardless of any of the PR bullshit that's going around, you can see in their eyes when they're happy or they're not. Yeah. And for Mercedes to appear to be so far ahead... Max Verstappen still looks incredibly happy. Yeah. And I don't think Max Verstappen would be incredibly happy if he thought he had a nailed on mm. second or third oh, place you can't, car. You can't necessarily tell everything from the first test. I mean, what the quote that we got from the insider at Red Bull last week said mm. it all. First test is just going to be effectively a shakedown. Let's just make sure that everything works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we'll bolt all the proper parts on for the second week. Yeah. And what you'll see on the Friday is going to be close to the Australia spec of the car. Yeah. They did seem to be on it quicker though this year. You know, I, with, with losing days of testing and stuff like that. I think I can't remember a year where I've. It feels like you've took as much away from the first test as you usually think you do from the second. 
Yeah, I think with, have, with having the two days less, they've got to they've got to really hit the ground running. Yeah. Or in the case of Williams, they had to hit the ground this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and tremendous, he was tremendous job by Williams. What appears to be a tremendous job. First out on day one, George mm. Russell. And it might be an unpopular opinion, but now I've seen all the cars on the track. Best looking car this year. No, I hate it. On the car, on the track, <laughs> it looks fucking great. I don't like the new Williams. I didn't, like, I didn't like last year's livery either. To be I fair. thought the Alpha Tauri was going to be the uh, my favourite looking car. You know, when I saw the picture of the launch, but actually on the track, looks messy, looks shite. Mm, okay. I've got got to admit, I didn't see too closely a lot of the running at full speeds. I was watching it on my iPad at work while I was while I was working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> working. I was I was doing I was doing work. My iPad was on a little stand under my monitors as I tweeted the photo out last week and. Many, many, many people replied with similar pictures <laughs> of what they were doing. <laughs> but um, no, I think the, the Williams. Well, the Williams on the track looks better than last year's. And even though they turned up late to practice, you had still had a lot of time to see it on track last year because it was going that slowly. Mm-hmm. But times-wise, it actually looks like they bridged quite a lot of the gap. I mean, not last. Latifi mm-hmm. said that not all the problems have been fixed so far. Yeah. With last year's car, because I said at the time when they launched, it's an evolution. Yeah. Because they are pitching everything as much as they can in for 2021, which I think a lot of the teams are. Um, although Mercedes are probably doing absolutely nothing because they designed their 2021 car on the 1st of November after the regulations got published. <laughs> and it's, al- it's already showing five seconds a lap faster. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, to me, the to me, the Williams looks like and this is a compliment compared to where they've been for the last two years, one of the other cars. Yeah. Um, to not be last is a great job. You know, you can't ask, you can't ask a lot more from Williams than, than, than that. Um, they were never going to be right at the top end of the pack, but to just not be, well, to be at the first test for a start, but to, to 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 get to the first test, be the first car out on track on day one, and as soon as the light went green, George Russell was was waiting there, ready to go. Yeah, and off he went. But to be above Haas in terms of laps completed and lap time, I said it all last year, didn't I? Like Haas, you could see were on the way down, whereas Williams, although in a bad position at least looked positive. They were at least making progress yeah, yeah, yeah. all year, weren't they? Yeah, always, they, ha- they, Has, they didn't know what was wrong. Yeah, mm. Haas regressed because they, they couldn't find the problem because just just by the way that they run the team, they've got that many people to check with as to whether the problem was with their company or with another company. or Was it Delara? Was it Ferrari? I've got a bold Haas prediction. Oh, uh, This is the last year you'll see Haas in the grid. Exciting. No, what you think of the fuck ups that they've had so far, the rich energy debacle, the fact that um, Gene Haas is now floating an entire Formula One team again with just his sponsorship on the side of it. You're going to have two drivers that are constantly trying to crash into each other or other people. I think they're trying not to. It's just they're not very good. Well, you, that you could have fooled me at testing. <laughs> two <laughs> driver <laughs> errors are the reason that they didn't they didn't complete as many laps as yeah. as anyone else. Oh, I think, have they not blamed a tire for Magnussen? It thing? didn't seem like. Is that, I think he got the puncture after he hit the curb. Yeah, I do. I because th- because he, he was so much over that curb. But um, yeah, I just can't. I can't see Gene Haas floating a formula one team continually because he's also like he's been like successful in other things he's doing hasn't mm-hmm. he and 
this everything is, else he's done pretty much. Yes. The only time Haas has been anywhere near successful is when they had the right, really close tie-in with Ferrari. That's obviously not going to happen anymore because Ferrari have Alfa Romeo. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, they, um, the relationship that was sort of Haas were the baby Ferrari turned up one year looking like Well, Ferrari, Ferrari own Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they don't. But they kind of do. Yeah, they, they kind of. They are yeah. two brands within the same family. Yeah. Yeah. They are two separate brands, I'm sure they will tell you. I'm still not too sure what the financial situation between Ferrari and the Alfa Romeo team is, because it's still being managed by Sauber. Peter Sauber turned around and said, as far as the team goes, it is Sauber with an Alfa Romeo badge on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, officially speaking, the, the link between Ferrari and Alfa Romeo is that, that they... Well, is Alfa Romeo under the Fiat Chrysler Automobile Group, and Ferrari, technically speaking, aren't, mm. but they are. But they yeah. are. <laughs> but I, I don't think you, either way. I don't think you're going to get the Haas thing, Haas Ferrari thing anymore. And if they don't have that help, and they have Roman Grosjean, and they have Kevin Magnussen, they have the worst driver pairing on the grid. Uh, I, I, I would struggle to see. It'd be interesting to put stroll in a car in one of those cars with each of them to see where stroll measured on those because <laughs> that's, that's an odd little mini championship well they're the three worst drivers on the grid they're absolutely worst drivers um over one lap i still think grosjean would probably have both of the other two um but it's multiple lapses where he gets into issues um, <laughs> Having to focus for more than two I th- minutes. I think that might be the most <laughs> diplomatic way I've ever said anything. There is a wonderful YouTube video that shows off what Lance Stroll's problem is, and it's that he doesn't look in his mirrors ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I don't even understand what they're doing with both his drivers in the car this year. It's so weird. It's, it's like a, they're giving up. It is a surprise, isn't it? That they keep re-signing Grosjean and Magnussen every year. We're surprised that this year Hulkenberg was available. Yeah, and yet, yeah, no. Well, yeah, the, the year before, you kind of saw like, okay, there's maybe not that much. Well, the much year before, option. we thought maybe Ocon for a year. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he was still at that point. He was still banking on a Mercedes seat. Yeah. At some point, so I kind of got why they stuck with them for last year, but this year less so. Apparently, apparently, it's all been down to the feedback that they gave on how bad the car was last year. Well, right. I, I think, like I've said it before, didn't I, that Grosjean saved his, his career by reversing, this, reverting by reversing the, the old car spec. and being quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, this car isn't working, let's revert back to the old spec. And the engineers went, no, this car is better. And they went, no, it's not. Yeah. Put, put me back in this car. So they did. And he was, like you say, he was he was better. Um, I have to agree with you on that Well, one. like regardless of like these stupid like occasions he gets himself into like, bother, He's a massively experienced Formula One driver now, isn't he? Yeah, ten years is it he's been yeah. in sport. So how? There's still some crazy stat I vaguely remember from like Bahrain last year that he has more podiums in Bahrain than the entire history of the Red Bull team. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> you have to be a stat addict to find that. Out, I think don't I, you? I think I looked that up while writing a preview. Unless Red, I can't actually remember what Red Bull did in Bahrain last year. I don't think they were on the podium. Mm. I think it was Mercedes and a Ferrari. Well, that's the thing, wasn't it? Ba- back in um, Lotus days, when it was like Grosjean and Kimi, mm. Grosjean was making rookie mistakes, 
but he still looked every bit like a potential world he was champion. Fast. It was a little yeah. bit, yeah, yeah. Like then, you say, a bit haphazard, but then he went through that going slow but finishing phase, mm-hmm. and now he's in sort of this limbo land <laughs> where he's not as fast as he used to be, but now he's still making mistakes. And ba- yeah, basically, what he needed to do is put them both together, which mm. he's done, but with the wrong half of each. Yeah, so he's now it? slow and mistaken. It'd be but interested. The- I know he had driver coach, and be interested to know if he's ever gone down the route, route of sports psychologist. I think I think he must have done. I think it's. I, pretty, I think. It's I think. Standard it, I think every now, driver's it? got yeah. their own. Uh, got their own sports psychologist. I wonder if you've gone down the route of a different sports psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, with those two drivers being the way they are, and both having incidents over the over the short three three day test, we don't know where that Haas car genuinely is. In the garage. I think it's rough. I you, when you saw the onboard with those with those guys, it looked like a rough car to drive. Yeah, I mean, some some car has to be like ha, has no. to be. Like, <laughs> um, is it going to be those? You know, I, I think that's Grosjean the interesting Magnuson. thing, though, isn't it? Especially with all the with all the manufacturers, so you that are in Formula One now. I know we haven't got a lot of manufacturers, but we've got a few. And the the fact that a couple of the B tier t- teams are linked to big boy teams as well. Three three of them now. Um, then your independents are the likes of Red Bull, McLaren, that, that are there, that are like... Well, Red four. Bull controller, Alpha Dairy as well. Yeah, no, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, they're, they're sort of... The midfield is connected to a big boy team, but, like, it's Red Bull's still an independent team. Okay. Haas are kind of the, the outlier there. They're the only independent team without a rich history in Formula 1. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So the it's at that now, point now taking it that Racing Point are as everyone's been calling them the pink Mercedes. Yeah. Pink Mercedes. Um. So, yeah. Whoever's whoever's last, if it's, I mean, it makes sense. It's Haas. When you actually look at it, look at the teams and look at what everyone else has achieved. It makes sense that Haas is last. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> Williams ninth though uh, fairly solid out for Nicholas Latifi mm-hmm. George Russell appears to have stepped it up again a yep. little bit a little bit more difficult to know because of, of, of where the Williams was last year but he appears to looking like a I, team leader rather yeah. than you know but a, a I'm, second season I'm amazed how confident with, with a rookie next to him how confident he is in interviews he's grown up a bit yeah. for his second year well, even like just he was—he was always pretty mature when he was in F two. Yeah, well, I mean, the, when, when we met him, he, he's a fucking <laughs> no, no. But he was an impressive person. You know, yeah. An, oh, yeah. He was an impressive man to meet. Um, and yet, like you see, I, I, I like Lando Norris. He comes—he comes across great. But when you stick him, when 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 he's in interviews, he still comes across as a child. Do you know what I mean? There's a there's a difference there. George Russell like comes across as being a man. It's it's an odd odd comparison to make with the two of them. Even with Albon as well, Albon still comes across as a young Formula One driver. You know, he's a couple of years mm. older than Norris. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like, I, I, I think I, Albon still completely looks completely phased about where he is because this time, practically this time last year, he wasn't going to be a driver. But yeah, this this time last year he had just driven an F one car for the first time. Yeah. yeah, and now he's starting his first full season. We think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I think <laughs> in I, one of the top ten. There's Red Bull in it. Anything <laughs> <Yeah>. can happen. <laughs> I think he showed signs last year that if given the space and the if he can get like momentum behind him, so he doesn't get that Red Bull pressure on top of him, I think he can hassle Ma- um, Max Verstappen. I mean, he had a few. He had a few races last yeah. year where he was ahead of him. I think there was one where Verstappen ended up in some gravel through no fault of his Hermie own. He only had half a yeah. season. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah, so. that's what I mean. So, like, the, going into this season, I think he's got every chance of like bothering Max Verstappen. Possibly. Um, just trying to think of who who was roughly down and around by down by Williams. Were. Before before I forget about it, was someone that was down by Williams, which I, I noticed was uh, Kubica. Now, did anyone notice how quick Kubica was in the Alfa Romeo and the fact he was ahead of Giovinazzi? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, I was looking at the ti- like the times there and like the difference between the two drivers at that point. I was thinking, like, what if Kubica... He was right. <laughs> no, but, no, but what if Kubica did a much better job in a bad car than we thought he did and George Russell is fucking amazing? Are we not already of the opinion that George Russell is pretty? Yeah, awesome? yeah, but I, but I, I think he's just leveled him up again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like if yeah, what if Kubica is actually all right? Yeah, and, and George like, Russell is worth ten thousand Vettels. Yeah, and like George, <laughs> no, but George Russell, like I'm thinking George Russell, if is he that good where we don't see it because he was in a like a Williams at the back of the field, but he's got like Alonso in a Minardi potential. Well, Mercedes have essentially binned off Verline and Ocon and put all their eggs in the Russell basket. So yeah. they must see something they like. Mm-hmm. Either that or it's um, Total Wolf's master plan to get uh, Stoffel van Dorn back into Formula 1. <laughs> all that, all that. <laughs> yeah, you joke, but we, we did mention it last week. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's not the first time we've talked about yeah. that. He is the reserve driver for yeah. Mercedes. But, yeah, Qubits has seemed to do pretty well uh, Wednesday morning. He's driving again this Wednesday. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he is it, the big checkbook. He's in, he's in for the morning session. And do you think you could, you could nick a drive off one of them? He'd nick a drive off Giovinazzi. Do you think so? Know, if Giovinazzi's rubbish again this Ferrari year. Ferrari must have some say on Giovinazzi's presence. Yeah, though. maybe. But there's got to be some kind of performance clause. But maybe, didn't didn't we say this with um, Alfa Romeo, though, that Ferrari have the call dibs on one seat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's Giovinazzi's. And it's the Giovinazzi seat. But, but they... you've been convinced it's been Kimmy's ever since he signed. Yeah. <laughs> Ferrari may own Giovinazzi, but they actually own Kimmy's seat. Is there oh. not some theory, though, that for like a couple of weeks they owned Kubica before he like had the crash? Uh, he, yeah, was signed. He, he, he was signed. He was signed, yeah. So, yeah, they technically might Pre-contract. sort of, hello, yeah. piece of paper, do a car. Yeah, pre-contract. I had a pre-contract yeah. agreement with him. Mm-hmm. Let that Their be a lesson to your kids. <laughs> if you're out there and you become a Formula One driver, stop doing stupid shit. Well, Especially no. if you've got a Ferrari contract, stop doing stupid shit like rally driving and skiing. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> rally driving and skiing wrecks Ferrari careers. Mm. I don't know, Kimmy or drivers. To, Kimmy did some rallying. Kimmy's came different. Back. Kimmy's done. <laughs> Kimmy's done rallying. Kimmy does what is it? Uh, snowmobile racing. All kinds of icy shit. Kimmy, like. yeah. Kimmy drives for Kimmy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> drives for Team Kimmy, and that just happens to be whichever team he's in. Yeah, maybe. Yes. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're a professional sports person being paid absolutely millions to do one sport, don't just don't do stupid things. What was it? The San Francisco pitcher with with the amazing name Madison Bumgarner. I'm just mm. waiting for Lee's response. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we call him Mad for short. Mad bum. <laughs> 
signed a contract, went out celebrating on his quad bike and uh, fractured a vertebra. Ah, split Oops. bum. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's admitted. Then he's actually admitted this week after he's moved to a different team that um, he takes part in rodeos under a false name as well. Oh, oh Robo. <laughs> <laughs> There was a there was an NFL player a couple of years ago who broke his arm while driving in the middle of the night and he had to take away pizza and the pizza slid off the chair so he kind of like reached down oh to get the pizza while still driving and went into a tree. The police showed photos of the car and the pizza. The pizza did not survive. <laughs> but, but yeah, let, uh, let that be, mm-hmm. let that be a lesson to you. Yeah. So Alfa Romeo then um they, they we probably shouldn't talk about them because they were really high up the order um, in terms of lap time and laps completed. But in it was a one lap, wasn't it? That's why they were high up the order. Glory Kimmy runs. Kimmy put like one lap where he basically had enough fuel to get him to the finish line. <laughs> well, he did one of those low fuel runs where they where they basically try and uh, run the car to the point where they're like, well, at what point does it actually register empty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, so, yeah, I was going to say it was either that or they might be the only team which has done like a genuine quality simulation. Yeah, so they um, so they ran Kimmy's car until he ran out of fuel. Mm-hmm. And I think he I think was that day two and they red flagged at the end of day two. Yeah, yes. uh, when he, when he broke down, yeah, the car switched <laughs> off because yeah. he had no fuel. Yeah, <laughs> but interest interestingly, he was on a great time, but he was only on the C four tires when he did that. Um, it was the second softest compound. Yeah. So there might even be more in that car for qualifying pace. Yeah. yeah no, haven't it? We had this last year, didn't we? It, it's it's all it's all track based as yeah. well. Well, isn't it? the C5 again, might again, not again, work it's, in Barcelona. It's, it, yeah, and it's cool, a lot cooler in Barcelona this time yeah. of the year. It's it's only like track temperatures only like what eight degrees. Yeah. We were there a couple of weeks ago. It was very cool. It was. Um, <laughs> speak for yourself. I am still covered in fucking bites. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Kimmy. Cool as in attitude, not cool as in temperature. <laughs> I have you not been any. Con- I've not been anywhere near your knees. It was something else. <laughs> so you should learn to control yourself. More. <laughs> um, I think if you take Kimmy out of that fa- those fastest times, you've got a pretty good idea of where the teams lie. Yeah, I think he's he's the outlier in there. But the amount of laps the they place. completed as well. I mean, they were right up there. I think they were only like thirty laps shy of Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, four hundred and ninety-four laps was mm. it? Mercedes completed. It's yeah. always been what Mercedes about it, though, isn't it? They've always been out there pounding laps in on the car, but never in recent times been right at the top of the of the testing. No, I, but I I think that shows. Do you think this is Braun 09, which is like, shh, quick, put more fuel in the car. <laughs> Don't Mercedes. let them know we're that quick. <laughs> Three quarters of a second faster than anyone else and still adding sandbags. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Like I I wonder whether Mercedes is just like that far ahead that they can't not be at the top. Well, it, Ross Braun said, didn't he, about the uh, the year the, of Braun, when they realised that Jensen went out for a run and was like, like you say, Paul, three quarters of a second mm-hmm. quicker than, than everyone else. It was just like, Jensen, uh, you might want to pull into the pits. <laughs> pull them into the pits, and then we just said, well, we just need to uh, add some ballast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we think we're actually a lot faster than everyone else. I don't, well, wasn't, wasn't Jensen complaining that uh, the car wasn't set up properly and uh, it was still getting a bit of understeering corners and it was a little bit too draggy on the straights? Yeah. And there was a lot more that he could get out of yeah, it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that interview and he said that, sh- that Shovelin was pissing himself laughing. Mm. <laughs> um, I think it was Shovelin that lent him, wasn't it, and quietly said to him, we're eight-tenths faster than anyone else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But does anyone think, though, I, 
like sandbagging doesn't seem to be a thing anymore. I don't think they've got enough time to sandbag. Not now with those two days missing. Yeah. Well, if sandbagging isn't a thing, let's talk about what the fuck Ferrari are doing. Oh, they're Ferrari back. Oh, they're back sanding then. No, they mm. fucked it. Ferrari have fucked it. What What you were saying before, Lee, about you can read drivers in their faces and yeah. Verstappen still looks happy. Vettel does not. No, he doesn't. does not want to be there. And um, <laughs> Leclerc's, Leclerc's media answer was 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 borderline robotic. Yeah. Well, he's he, he's a firms man, isn't he? He is he, a proper firms man when it comes to Ferrari. He he goes out and he reads the script as he's mm-hmm. been told to yeah. read it. And, but there's too much for Vettel's too experienced in Formula One for that. And I think he's too much on the borderline of not enjoying being in Formula One. The words that came out of Charles Leclerc's mouth were not Charles Leclerc; they were the engineer. Yeah, because I think he said something. He said something along the lines of, "We're pushing really hard." No, 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 <laughs> no that would be Pastor Maldonado. <laughs> and he said something along the lines of, "This car is um, much, um, much more." Uh, easy to uh, much easier to set up for different circuits this year than it was last year. How do you know, Charles? You've, you've, <laughs> you've done one. It once. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, se- <laughs> it seems to take it seems to take uh, to to different setups easier than the, yeah. than the last car. Like, fuck off! You had the you had the fastest car in a straight line last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fastest car in a straight Wait, line until they cheated and they were caught cheating, and they've overhauled <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Why? I think this is hilarious. is it because they were caught cheating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they've had to could, do a could, different could, concept. And be, the FIA went, yeah. uh, you can't do that, but we won't say anything if you stop doing it now. Yeah, because the, the issue is, um, like we saw it last year, them being where they are isn't isn't new. They dropped right off the pace, what, the last four races last year? Yeah, last year's car was only impressive in yeah. a straight line until they had this yeah. cheating situation. Yeah. And then as soon as they stopped it that, with, it went back. What was it to do with electronic circuitry it? or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, well, we did four races in a, in a row, didn't we, where we went, well, if they don't turn up to this race, they were obviously cheating, and then they didn't turn up, and then we went, well, if they don't turn up in the next race, they were obviously cheating. And they just stopped so, turning up, and Red Bull became the second best car. Yeah. Um, Ferrari just I don't know if they're doing what um, Mercedes were so good at doing in recent years you know just like just doing their own program just ignoring what everybody else does just doing what they want to the fact that they broke down and didn't complete as many laps as it was an engine problem as well wasn't it yeah yeah uh, it was an engine problem. Yeah, they, they didn't complete as many. I know the breakdown was part of not completing as many laps, mm-hmm. um, but it's. It, mm, I don't know. That was, a, that was a fake Ted Kravitz style analysis. There, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's. Uh, it doesn't look very good. I don't think the. Do you think the atmosphere in that team can be better? Benotto's it's Ferrari. It can always be better. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, even between the two drivers, like no, I think yeah, it's not great, is it? <laughs> no, and we've got, like I say, I still think you've got one of the, like, well, one of the best drivers of modern era of Formula One and Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to just dignify that with an answer, but you know, like he, he's not become shit overnight. He's just in the wrong fucking place. Which seems to be the wrong place if you're a good driver. That's why Charles going to be fine there. <laughs> He'll win a championship before Vettel wins another. I don't. Th- I, I don't think Vettel win a championship, but I don't think that. Right, 
I, I was having this discussion with someone the other day when they said, "Well, if, how good do you think Charles Leclerc is? If you don't, if uh, like, if you don't seem to be too high on him, I said, I don't think he's a bad driver, but at one point, Rubens Barrichello looked like a world champion. You know, there was there was a point where he was in Jordan and stuff like that, and he first came into Formula One, and he looked like he was going to be a world champion. Pole position, yeah, Belgium '95, yeah, yeah." That Formula One needs like masses and coulthards, and but it's it just you it doesn't mean every good driver doesn't win a world championship. Yeah. And he has David Coulthard like retiring with 18, 19 wins, something like that, over the course of however many years he's in Formula 13, One. I think yeah, had. but he has that written all over him. I don't know. He did have more pole positions than anyone last year. By With a far. car that was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't at the time because they hadn't found it out. Oh, right. Because okay, that how cheating works, isn't yeah. it? It's only cheating when you get caught. Yeah. But the Joe, Joe, me with pole positions. He I has know you're cheating. I, I know your pole positions. None. I know your relationship history. <laughs> <laughs> no pole positions without a cheating car. Zero. Yeah. yeah, zero, zero pole position, zero wins for Ferrari without a cheaty car. Well, we'll we'll see, <laughs> won't we? But to be, I I think it's it's looking, and again, you can't read too much from the first test, but I think it's looking ominous for Ferrari going into the second week of testing. I think it's looking hilarious. <laughs> even they're not even in the top three, are they? No, I don't think so. I think they're fifth. That's optimistic. I mean, are we really talking the um, really low times at Ferrari, sort of pre-Burger and Alesi? Not quite, because that they were the worst car on the grid. <laughs> I think you will find... Was it Nicola Larini? And Stefan Johansson. Yeah. yeah. I think you'll find McLaren on par with or ahead of Force India, or fucking racing point. Um, it's, like, it's like Formula 1 Tourette's. Who, Ferrari? <laughs> no, uh, McLaren. McLaren, I, I think right. you will find them with Racing Point or ahead of them by Australia. Possibly. I mean, let, let's talk Racing Point then because it is it is the pink Mercedes. Isn't yeah. it? I've seen a side-by-side comparison and many photos of a different part. Mm-hmm. The side pods are a little bit different. Rear As, wing's different. A little bit. Aside from that, it does kind of look the does, same. Yeah. <laughs> and things like, things like rear wing and stuff like that, no one's going to be in... Australia trim aero at this point. No, 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 not at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, the... that's one reason why the test at Barcelona because you can have various different aero setup arrangements mm-hmm. on the car that will get you similar lap times in di- on different parts of the circuit. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good thing for Williams actually. Williams, where uh, Williams's time on their first and second sector was kind of the same as their fastest time of the last test, and they made all the time up in the third sector. Which is the twisty downforcey bit, which they didn't have any of last year. Yeah, so it's that's a good sign. Yeah, so the racing point Perez looked really good in that car. Mm-hmm. It was fastest for a lot of one mm-hmm. of the days until until Mercedes thought right, okay, let's get rid of last year's car by putting this year's car out there. <laughs> um, and, oh, what well, we're meant to bring the twenty sixteen one with a halo <laughs> bolted on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The uh, what do you think about the racing point? Is it is it as bad as when Haas turned up with a Ferrari that was? No, it's no, it's better because it um, it actually looks as good as the car that it is. <laughs> it 
It actually seems to perform as well as the car that it is because the Haas didn't perform as well as the Ferrari. I think the drivers didn't perform that year for Haas. Yeah, also, if you remember the beginning of that season, as Haas have done historically in their mm. few years in Formula 1, they started well. Yeah. Mm. They start well in, in usually every Formula 1 season, but the it fades away. Yeah, got the errors all the way up in 11th. Oh, well, this, <laughs> well, this is... The, the, the problem is... Is, is, is that I thought somebody had hit pause <laughs> on no, you problem is no, everyone, everyone on YouTube <laughs> tapping the devices I think we should do that quite, quite often it'd be quite funny we just all just freeze but the um, problem is, is there's a racing point if that car is very similar to the Mercedes that finished last year's championship has it hit its development or already well that's what I think about these things when they when you've had these teams that have took the off the shelf car from someone else well them taking the shelf off the that's car off the shelf they've they've it's a completely new design philosophy kind of. <laughs> to but take you, photos of the Mercedes and copy it which yeah. is kind of what they've omitted yeah <laughs> but if you're if you're taking like the Haas model as we've sort of called it where you take it all the bits that you from can Delara take from and Ferrari team, yeah um, but they're doing it from Mercedes then you would expect that they're going to hit the same the the same development wall that Haas has done. This is why I think McLaren will overtake them in the end. Well, I don't know. Race. I think this is this is why it will work slightly better for Racing Point than it did for Haas because at least they've got their own facility and their own team, and they're not buying basically every part into bolt onto the car. It's not going to hurt the fact that they use Mercedes as wind tunnel and stuff like that either, is it? No, that's that's true. Because I mean, Haas. Don't th- I can't rem- they don't you they use a one that isn't owned by an F one team. I think they use something completely different. Uh, I've no, I think I've no they idea. use a half size one as well. Yeah, right? they do. Fifty yeah. percent one. Mm-hmm. The um completely oh no, I've, I've remembered again. It's just nobody hit the pause button <laughs> on me that time. The Mercedes gearbox as well, that the, the the gearbox that's bolted to the Mercedes engine, so the Williams will have the same thing. The suspension has to be a certain way as well for the because the rear suspension on Formula One cars uh, links up to the gearbox. Um, and the one that's bolted to the Mercedes engine means that th- there's only certain configurations that you can have. Mm-hmm. So that's... So that's why the back ends have to look similar because well, they've got to be the same back end. The Williams the back end work. will probably look quite similar to either this year's or last year's Mercedes as well because of the of the you know the, the, the way that the, the gearbox has to work which is why there's so many gearbox failures if you see somebody you know hit a rear, rear wheel off something oh gearbox is gone because the suspension is in the gearbox yeah so. <laughs> but i get i get the feeling with get the feeling with racing point yeah the, the may hit the development wall but i think there's still quite a quite a way off it i think if they are free to develop it and it's not this is a mercedes part you're not allowed mm. to play with it if they actually have free reign traditionally they have developed quite well so yeah i mean they've, they've been even going back to force india they progressed in the you know the further mm-hmm. on the season went because they've always had good development well, yeah. even, the even though they built two cars a year yeah they yeah. usually yeah. start yeah. quite slowly get to spain and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's oh here they are mm-hmm. yeah b-spec uh, force india usually comes out at some point during the yeah. season doesn't but, it but yeah, i mean again. look i mean look at 2009 nothing 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 shit me they're on pearl yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second, quick, but, get that guy to Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Again, though, McLaren have like historically developed well yeah. through the year or two. 
Oh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be an arms race between them two for fourth. But how great! Or is possibly it that... possibly even third if Ferrari are as. In, I th- as, I think one of those in, ter- in turmoil. Yeah. How great is it that McLaren have had absolutely nothing to say about anything? That's, been... <laughs> that's why I think if anyone sandbag, and I don't think they're going to go and win the first race. No, but there's no there's been no breakdowns. Yeah. But it's if anyone sandbagging, it's them. Yeah, there's been mm. no breakdowns. There's been no Alonso. Mm. There's been no. <laughs> So I mean, no, no throwing the car into the gravel in the first couple of laps. There's mm. been no. That's a, yeah. Alonso turns up at the track. That's a nice car. What would happen if I just dropped this screwdriver in yeah. here? There's no, <laughs> no drama. Yeah. No. That's because there's no Alonso. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's looking good for them as well. well I hope so. Mm-hmm. It's. It's. I just, I, the only thing that worries me is that it has been so quiet. Why is it so quiet, McLaren? Is it quiet because they're doing all right, or is it quiet because they're not that? Confident? Again, you see, you look, you talk about look, talk, looking at people in interviews and getting a judge well, of things. Look at what science says. Science yeah. and um, Norris seem happy with stuff. Yeah, science has said he, he. I think he must be one of the few drivers who actually pays attention to the lap times because he said, you know, went out there, you know, did some laps car felt good felt a lot better than last year's mm-hmm. but then i go and look at the lap times and everybody else appears to have done the same leap forward so you know we don't really know where we are mm. that might be it that might be why they're not saying yeah. a huge amount is because they actually don't quite know where they are yeah mm. oh and uh, i can't remember who it was but somebody sent a um, message on facebook saying why why have they got a singaporean cycle shop around the halo they haven't it's not velo velo it's velo and it's a new form of smokeless tobacco free nicotine product from a better tomorrow yeah <laughs> which is basically british american tobacco i'm glad yeah. that one person that asked that will get their answer yes. <laughs> <laughs> took me a while to find it out because i was confused as to why they were being sponsored by a singaporean bike shop as well <laughs> especially when it's not a brand that they're using their own um pro cycling team that they appear to have now well yeah they do yeah how right how would you feel if you were red bull because you haven't really talked about Red Bull. Quietly Wired? Optimistic. Wired? Yeah. Um. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gnarly. <laughs> In desperate need of some sleep. <laughs> Wonder, wondering why my boss is now asking me to jump through a plane <laughs> in the midair <laughs> whilst I wear one of those squirrel suits. It's, it's the opposite, isn't it? Like Ferrari were angry with, with Charles Leclerc for going paragliding. Uh, sorry, for parachuting. Um, but like... like Vettel, not Vettel, um, Verstappen. Verstappen or Albon come in. They're like, why haven't you been paragliding? <laughs> Did you not see what Max Verstappen was up to this week? No. It was something that could have gone horrifically wrong. Uh, balance boarding whilst trying to move as many cans of Red Bull as he could from one desk to another <laughs> desk. <laughs> <laughs> was he on fire? He wasn't on fire. He, he wasn't doing it properly. Oh, he did leap off just at the last second, though, as he was about to fall. But imagine if that had gone wrong. Mate, you mate, that it would be so. Sebastian fun. Buemi, your yeah. time is now. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Gasly sat there going, crash, crash. <laughs> oh. I suppose the Alpha Tauri guys won't get to do any of the cool Red Bull stuff anymore, will they? Well, it's, it's still um, the same parent company. Isn't I mean, AlphaTauri supported by Red Bull Technology. Mm. So yeah. yes, they, their lives are don't just for, like, don't forget Red Bull Technology just... includes 
making planes and, and paragliders and 160 quid plane t-shirts. Yeah, I think they'll still do it. They'll just oh, do yes. it looking really like well dressed. Yeah, Alpha Terry, they just do like like it's like extreme light. It's not full extreme. Or well, yeah, Ma- Max and, and Alban will be doing the the extreme stuff, and Gasly and uh, the other one, Kvyat, will be just <laughs> a brief moment there. <laughs> will be Gasly just stood and, uh, at stood the at, the, at the sidelines, modeling the the uh, gear. Do you think it's because they're playing t-shirts for yes. what was it, one hundred and sixty yes. quid? Yeah. Do you think they're being quiet because like every, any moment that is doesn't involve them being like in a car, they're stood in the garage going. Like, how how are we here? Yeah, <laughs> probably because I I don't know where. Obviously, when James Key went to McLaren, this is James Key's like McLaren is at the MCL. Yeah, yeah, thirty five. This is why I've but got the, high hopes for what they're actually going to turn up to race with. I hope so too. Um, but this is your new man at Toro Rosso. Don't know who it is. Alpha Tauri is there. Yeah, uh, this is That's his, his name, <laughs> Mister Alpha Jonathan, Jonathan Tauri. Yeah. Yeah, Al, Al <laughs> Fattery. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they changed the name of the, of the team, wasn't it? It's a sincere form of imitation. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but the this is his first car or her first car. I think it. I'm just. They first car. It is their first car. <laughs> <laughs> It's first, sorry, no. Um, so I'm interested to see how this how this one pans out as well because um, we all know that even even though there's uh, plenty of, uh, of of people doing the the, the Red Bull car, that mm. Adrian Newey still kind of gets the final say on on what goes on in in the main Red Bull team. Um, but Alpha Tauri have got to um, not start from scratch, but you know they've they've got like a newer. This is like the first time with the newer newer engineers newer newer team as well um so the big question for alpha tari and tararoso for the of like these years since the rules have been opened up is why red bull don't do for alpha so sorry for yeah for alpha tari for, for what other, sorry i got confused the other there. Alpha. yeah why don't they don't do for Tauri what ferrari do for alpha and what mercedes have started doing for uh, Racing point. <laughs> I suppose you really struggled with that one. <laughs> I think it's probably because initially Toro Rosso, as it was then, was the young driver team. It wasn't yeah. about offering out parts and getting your car as far up the grid as you could. It was about preparing the driver. So, but surely that's got to be they could cut like if, the reason that um, Tor- uh, Alpha Tauri has. We uh, oh. did it when they came. That's not where we thought we were going. No, with the real Charmy, both thought it was the same team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what really did it? What really point did help to the me? viewers on YouTube who thought he was going to say Hass? <laughs> <laughs> well, what uh, what what really helped me there was the fact that everyone said a different Formula One team that I wasn't thinking of. <laughs> if you think he was going to say Hass, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Right, the reason they came into Formula One like they would, uh, like they did, and they bought all the bits off Ferrari that they could do, is because it was cheaper. So it makes sense for Red Bull within the bounds of the rules to throw the hand me downs down to Toro Rosso, which is which is what happened when Toro Rosso started because yeah. their first three seasons they were using last year's Red Bull. Yeah, it was, the, and then that and then stopped. That, then that got outlawed. That's when that yeah. rule came in that you have to have complete disparity. But for like the last teams. four years, uh, Toro Rosso could have had 
a um, like last year's Red Bull and be much further up the grid. I think I think a, a lot of what was behind that was there's been all the rumours about Toro Rosso being up for sale at various points. And I think what Red Bull wanted to do was have it as its own separate team so it could just sell it all on. And the new owners, which at one point looked like it was going to be a Lacey and Burger. It did, yeah. Until, <laughs> until they got shit-faced. Um, Spent all their money on it. fight. <laughs> Strangely enough, in Singapore. Yeah. Um, I think what they wanted for the new owners was to buy an F1 team with all the capabilities there to make the kit, not have to buy it in. Yeah. So you weren't buying an F1 brand. You were actually buying a full F1 factory but that, off the shelf but we know that that's not the way to have a sustainable formula one team in formula one anymore and surely and i th- i think now with the new with the new rebranding um they are just going to run it as a separate team and keep it at arm's length should they get the right offer from some point in the future but in this modern era of formula one surely it would make a, it would make a more attractive like proposition I've had to a buy thought. If they already had a technical hookup with one of the best teams on the grid, well, the, the thing the thing is, um, the thing is, up until three months ago, it looked like um, Aston Martin would be taking more into Red Bull, and then maybe Toro Rosso would mm. be able to be pushed towards Honda for them making their full comeback with a works team. Yeah, yeah, they do they do have a technical tie up with Honda. Yeah. They're not entirely on their own. Now it's now it's gone completely sideways with Lawrence Stroll buying was it 50% of Aston Martin? 52. But still about. this is still modern <clears throat> modern talk though. I I I don't understand why you would handicap your car. I I think that Dietrich Mateschitz is still pushing to sell Alpha Tauri as it is now to Honda. Possible, maybe, because the, we'll get we'll get to the point where more manufacturers want to come back in. WEC is not as attractive as it used to be, and they've completely screwed things over with all the new regulations there. And Aston have pulled out of that. Um, it the looks like the supercar thing's not looking like <coughs> no. the hypercar feel. The hypercar rules have been changed now because you've now got to have a road going car. So that's split off all the we just want to enter this series we don't want to build cars we're not a factory so the hypercar field next year is going to be Toyota yeah it's, and that's it they've properly like fucked it haven't they, they mm-hmm. they've made it not even just for people wanting to get into it as far as a business proposition from a fan's point of view mm-hmm. it's like they've just ripped out any reason you'd want to watch that yeah so this leaves the way open for Honda to buy out B team, make it a factory team. Porsche, who were going to come back into WEC, had built a F1 engine. There's the possibility for them to do but again, it again. I think Gerhard Berg has something to do with that, so yeah. I wouldn't bank on it. I think there's more chance of a new manufacturer coming in and buying a team than there is of Honda doing it. I think Honda, given what's happened with McLaren, they came back into Formula One wanting to be an engine supplier. If they can get like success with Red Bull, I think that's enough for Honda. I think the Honda, I think the chances of Honda taking over Toro Rosso, and I'm still going to call them that until Australia and possibly <laughs> beyond. I think, I think that's that's now off the table because they've now got the opportunity to throw more into the big boy Red Bull team. Yeah, because now the Aston Martin tie-ups going. Mm-hmm. They did go through a phase as well, Honda, of trying to get an F2 driver qualified enough to go into the Toro Rosso team, and it just didn't happen because no. they're all shit. 
Yeah, basically. Mm. I just had a quick look on 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 my Google Maps there because I had a quick thought given you know the recent news about maps. About maps. Right. About Italy in particular, the two factories that are in yes. Italy, mm. Fienza and Marinello, being the Alfa Tauri and Ferrari factories, are they affected by the lockdown of COVID nineteen? Is currently caught. Interesting. Yeah, they are not. They are outside the the provinces that are on lockdown at Good. the current time. Now, that um, is an awkward one because, of course, China's been postponed and Vietnam's looking iffy. And, and we were talking last yeah. week about how Imola's just like, yeah, yeah we'll do it. And, and now all Italy's of a sudden, like, Italy's no, like, oh, no, yeah. no, no, you can do it, but nobody's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think we might have issues for races this year because, especially if, like... Quarantine in this. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to start some sort of doomsday prophecy. But quar- quarantine. <laughs> you've got about four other shows for that. Yeah. Qu- quarantine doesn't seem to be working to stop in the spread. You know, I'm not. And they even there's so much like fear monger and stuff going around. I'm not getting Absolutely. into that. You've got and four other still, shows for that. No, no, no. <laughs> the uh, there's still like it's still like a two percent death rate and stuff like that. We're still looking at death rates like the flu. Um, but if we're starting to not send Formula One to places because I think it's more, more than more than even the the teams people you know like the um, like crews and stuff that you'd be putting in danger. Mm. Let's not forget that the Formula One paddock is followed around by some of the richest, most powerful people in the world. Well, it's not just that; it's the the amount of fans that turn up. <coughs> to, oh yeah, to a race. I don't well. think I, I I don't think the people the money people behind Formula One care about people. I don't I don't <laughs> think billionaires care about people. Um, no, but, <laughs> but I think that people about, aren't going to turn up to your race and not, but you know, won't buy the tickets because the threat of death. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, that, that's fine. But the uh, I think I think the I think the money people care about losing money. Oh, I God, I, oh God, the cash cow's got foot and mouth. I think, <laughs> but I think the money people would lose more money from TL of television rights than they will from ticket sales. Maybe I can see what you're saying. Yeah, it's so a, it's you, a valid you, argument. But you'd be you'd be better off closing the circuit and running it with, with to no crowd just for the TV audience. But then you'd be but, looking at uh, people. Then China would kick off, wouldn't they? Saying, "Well, you should be here then." Yeah, and you know we. Yeah, but you've still got to pass through that airport. So I think on. that's the issue. But there. this this was my the, the my, my point here was the fact that if it, if it can get some sort of foothold in Europe with the open borders that you have around Europe. Well, they I, stopped a train last night. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't I don't see how if you if you can't st- stop the spread from country to country when there's fucking oceans in the way. I can't see how you you're not going to have major outbreaks in Europe on a landmass where there's open borders. So I, I think we can see a lot more races. You know, they're talking about being cancelled before the end of the season. Perhaps. Um, as I say, as you said before, there's a lot of fear-mongering and scaremongering going on. You know, yeah. Ten people have been tested for it on the Isle of Man so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Zero came back confirmed. Yeah. I think the rate, the rate's going if there are too many cancellations. We're going to, have to switch switch the live streaming onto Twitch, and we'll just um, run the races ourselves on the PlayStation, and uh, we'll discuss <laughs> what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine all the big sporting events this year got cancelled. I mean, Olympics is in that yeah. neck of the woods. Yeah. The um, cricket world, women's cricket world cup, is that this year? There's is that something? sport? It's a it, cricket going it's, on it's now. Going, it's going on at the minute, the women's the minute, T20 yeah. World Cup. Oh, is it T20? Um, Euro 2020, that's in... Yeah. All of Europe. All of Europe. Mm, just yeah. about every country in Europe, apart from Wales. Yeah. Yeah, but Wales Wales have a match in Azerbaijan, which is questionably not Europe. 
Formula mm. One said it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the interesting thing is going to see whether we get more things cancelled is when we get into summer. If mm. we're, over the next few months, if warm weather comes in and just like flu season, it starts dying off, um, then that's fine. But given the fact that this does seem to be resilient uh, because it's people that are have recovered from it are still be testing positive for the virus. There seems to be something odd about it. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if when the warm weather comes around, all of a sudden it doesn't die off like the flu virus dies off. I got the flu when I was a teenager in the middle of summer. I was watching mm. Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, last, the last time I had <clears throat> actual proper flu two weeks flat out, that was about end of September. Yeah, mine was mm. November. Mm. Yeah. Not end of September last year, but the last time. Oh, I see. The, yeah. the last time I had actual serious yeah. flu, the time of year was September. Mm. Mm. So no, strange. We, we, a weird thing to be talking about when it comes to sport. It is, mm. but it's very relevant because yeah, it's very uh, relevant. I think I think we are going to see a lot of serious mm. um, sporting events either cancelled or postponed because of yeah. this. Um, the Isle of Man TT, for example, we don't yeah. know what's going to happen with that. Way back two thousand and one, when foot and mouth was a thing, and and you know. Uh, danger cancelled to agriculture then, yeah. yeah they cancelled it roughly what like February March yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was round about round about this time of year mm-hmm. and they said no there's going to be no TT this year I mean and it was devastating for the local economy imagine what that would do well, to, there like, was no the TT races but they said they'd go ahead with the TT festival and still invite everyone over just not let them stand in fields and watch bikes yeah mm. um, the Olympics are in Tokyo, are they this yes. year? Yeah. So yeah. not that not being funny, you know, Japan's not that yeah. far away mm. from they've the. Obviously got, they've got the cruise ship there, haven't they? In Japan, mm. exactly. That's, yeah. that's got all, all the coronavirus. The floating petri dish, somebody called it. <laughs> mm. Last thing you want is for anybody associated with a sport to become ill, and you know, I mean like seriously ill, because um, they went to a place. Where the, the the outbreak was known, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? I mean, you, you don't want to have any driver. I think or you, you could any personality that is, that is you could extend that to anyone anyone doing their job yeah. with mm. within. Of course, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But I mean, it, from it, a PR it, point of view, from a PR point, yeah, yeah, from a PR or or any kind of um, you know, from a global point of view, somebody mm-hmm. who's instantly recognisable on the television to fans of I don't know, let's say football, for example. Yeah. Um, tries to think of a relevant modern day footballer. Lionel Messi won't be was here, linked to a to a move to a club in China in the summer and not in the summer in the one one that's just gone the winter January yeah yeah um and yeah apparently it all collapsed because his agent didn't want to send him to China. Fair enough. No wonder. But but <laughs> all right, me- Messi Messi won't be at the Euros, but he plays in Europe. Mm-hmm. If he gets coronavirus, was COVID nineteen as it's officially called? I wonder how much like technology Formula One uses is made in China. I suspect quite a lot. And like, knock, uh, sorry, Apple today came out saying that um, supplies of iPhone will be limited for the rest of the year mm-hmm. because of this. So I wonder how much of a knock on effect it'll have to Formula One for technology. I don't know, but for Apple, we'll probably put the price up and people will still pay it. Probably. <laughs> but well, one thing I'd, I would like to say, actually, because we've got like quite a few thousand like listeners, it's again, it's not doomsday like prophesizing. But if you're like, you know, like you look at Italy now where you've got those provinces which are on complete lockdown. Yeah. Like, don't let people shame you into go like into not going and buying, I don't know, a couple of cases of water. 
a couple of cases of water, some dried food, maybe some tinned food, and just stick it under your stairs. Worst thing happens, this all blows over in six months, and you've got some extra water and some tinned food. Absolutely. Tinned food lasts. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad idea. You're listening to the Prepping Podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a preview of what it'll be like if half this season gets cancelled. Shall we shut it? Um, yeah. Before we do, have we talked about Renault? Oh, God, no, we didn't. Not really. <laughs> Ocon did really well, did a fast lap. There it's we are, black. done. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. now. Have they done the old testing livery again? I think, I think so. so. And it looks good. Keep it. Yeah. I think it looks... It, it's quite funny. Somebody posted a, a meme about... Uh, it was the, the Renault from when they became Renault again. Was that 2015, 2016? Right mm. about then, yeah. Uh, uh, how yellow it was and a banana. <laughs> there was and a then thing, it was wasn't there, with the race suits when they had the race suits open they, they looked bananas, like a peeled yeah. banana and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then it was yellow with a bit of black on it slightly overripe banana <laughs> <laughs> and then like last year's Renault quite a ripe banana and then this year's one just a black banana <laughs> this, is, this is the banana that peel, you make banana peel here for instance yeah. smoothly yeah. 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 yeah just do some baking with yeah it I think they had they had problems on the first day didn't they because I think by lunchtime Ricardo had only done something like 18 laps and Ricardo he did do a spin at one point didn't mm. he but he said mm. it was all on him yeah um, he had a couple didn't he I think he had a couple of goes I have no idea possibly also Verstappen span uh, Bottas did uh, Leclerc I want to say spun yeah, they all spun yeah. at the same I remember turn. a Ferrari mm. having I mean, a well they're issue. all driving cars and never driven before yeah. Yeah. It, it was all it was all around sector 3 which everyone was having problems mm. seems to be having problems with yeah but that's one of the hardest parts of the track because as you say it's the twisty turny bit mm. that um, caused Williams all the problems like, well caused some problems for Williams last year I won't say all the problems because there were more <laughs> yeah. but should we wrap up the, the, the whole sort of testing thing and looking forward to, to the season by saying that the second part of testing second week of testing second three days is going to mm. be is going to be where they to start looking for the performance yeah, yeah. This, 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 is... this time next week we're going to have a real idea of where yes. we are a better idea yeah I don't think we'll have, I don't think we'll have a real idea until uh, qualifying in Australia I don't know you know I, I think there's there's something feels different about testing this year I like that it's shorter. I've mm-hmm. got to be honest. Yeah, I like that it's shorter, and I like that we're getting the TV coverage. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's why it feels like you know more because you're seeing more. You're seeing what you're seeing what's happening because even on years when they've shown bits of it before, because last year they had the experiment of doing the first week, and then a few years back they tried the three D thing, mm-hmm. which really didn't work because you can't watch three D in daylight. Well, it was really funny. Formula One started messing around with 3D and then Sony stopped making 3D movies. (laughs) Sony make all of the movies very near. But, um, yeah, we get to see see a lot more because in previous years we've only seen little snippets that have been released. A lot more was being filmed that we didn't get to see, but that was being done by the teams, that was being done by FOM. Um, Now it's everything what's and all coverage. Talking of which, Friday... Drive to Survive Season 2. Can't wait. That'd be smashed what, by a Monday. D- what a day for F1. There's a full day of testing mm-hmm. and the new series of Drive to Survive. Yeah. I've actually got Friday books off work. That's <laughs> ah, nice. That has been planned well. I have, um, I ha- I have organised this. Do you know what? I'm going to live blog uh, testing on Friday. Very good. Crazy. If that doesn't get you hard, what does? <laughs> Watching Drive to Survive after it's finished. I'm not going to live blog Drive to Survive. Don't... But we'll be talking about it next week. <laughs> so we will. But um, yeah, I think I'll I think I'll live blog Friday's testing session. Just quickly, mm. Drive to Survive. Terrible name. Yes, correct. Yes, Terrible I agree. name. Yes. Why do they have to do this? I thought this was the uh, the TT film as well. 
Closer to the edge. Oh, no, that was all... Um, oh, what the fuck's his name? Jared Leto's fault. But it's still a terrible name. Yes. But basically, he had a song called Closer to the Edge. They got him to narrate it. They needed a little carrot, so they let him name it after his song. Why couldn't they just call it The Singer's a Twat? Because they were trying to <laughs> entice him. So the TT film was called Closer to the Edge. The yes. game was called Ride on the Edge or something. Something like that, like that yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a go at that the other day. It's impossible. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievably yeah. realistic. Like the like the circuit is unbelievably realistic. Yeah. Was... The physics aren't quite there. Which no, it's what, too floaty for which me. Which is what they said for the second game they fixed it. But yeah. that's uh, something we could talk about elsewhere. Yeah. I always think that uh, bike games are a bit floaty anyway. <clears throat> on that note on that, are we shunting? On, on that bombshell yeah. shunty time shunt time right whose is this week's this from? is from Dan Thompson and I don't think I've done it before good start <laughs> <laughs> I did I, I found one earlier I messaged the person that sent it in I said have I done this he said a long long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far far Thank away you. <laughs> Um, I've, got, I've got the t-shirt for that tonight I also have oh yeah no, I didn't notice your yeah. pog I'm not looking for the appreciation that's not why I'm asking this for, for this but can we like if you look at like the steps you go through to get a total shunt on the show can we make a third and final step so the first step is you submit it second step is I do it yeah. the third step is you say thank you not because I want to thank you just so I know I've done it. <laughs> you don't need, technically, then, they don't need to say thank you. They just need to say done or something like that. If, okay. they, don't, if they don't want to be polite about Tell it. Tell me how handsome I am, then. <laughs> You're screwed. Don't forget we're on video now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we are. I was born. You have done Correct. it before. <laughs> uh, I was born. He didn't even, doesn't give just, a year. Just born. That's not very fair. I am a blues song. Oh no, sorry. Well, what? Hang on. I was. ABC. Is it Jumping Jack Flash? Oh no, no, no. This. Oh, see, you're fucking scheming with the rules, Dan. This is not. <laughs> oh. This bodes well. I don't think we're right. going to get it. I was born. Thank you. Mm. I was. No, question one has a one and then an A B C. With oh it. fucking hell! Yeah, Jesus so, Christ! I was born before John O'Truly. I uh, <laughs> B. After Pedro de la Rosa. Oh, God. C, the same year as Rubens Barrichello. Oh, All right, this is okay. 72? I share a birthday with Yarno Trolley. So the, so the, what, just you also share a birthday with James Key, I noticed. Oh, yeah. I Googling him a minute ago. So what year do you Not, think it was? I don't was? think it's 72. I think it's slightly more recent. Let's just say, just for sake of, for sake of clearing this up, let's say it is 72. Right. The question should have been, I was born in 1970 fucking too, yeah? <laughs> Look at my knowledge of dates of birth. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Mm. I am German. Right. Number three. I came from a racing family. Is it the Ralph of human? Don't it could stop. Be the Ralph. <laughs> don't don't all give me answers at once, please. It like I am it's the right man. age Matches. for the Ralph. Yeah, I think that, yeah. How old was Ralph when he came to Formula 1? He was young, wasn't he? Because his name was Ralph Schumacher. They had to get him in quickly. Mm. I think he was about mm. 19 when he came in. So he would have been, he would have actually have been older than that when oh, he started would, in Formula 1. I was going to say, when he, start, when he started in Formula 1, it definitely wasn't 1991. I think it was about 97, 90, I think. 
Yeah, that sounds about sounds about right. Michael Michael was born in sixty nine, so yeah, that would be the right sort of age gap for a a, a younger brother, I think. Fun Ralph Schumacher fact: When he yes. came into Formula One, he devastated my cha- uh, fantasy championship that year. <laughs> <laughs> devastated. <laughs> yep. Shall we go with uh, the Ralph? I think the Ralph is the best. Yeah, option Ralph Schumacher. Moment. I only raced in 1972. I entered eight races. Not Ralph Schumacher. <laughs> so hang on. So this is something. So this is a thing. This isn't a person. Mm. If we're thinking it was born in 1972 and was racing in 1972. And only did eight races. This is, yeah, this is an entity. <laughs> what, like a spirit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am EBE 56501. <laughs> um. <laughs> My best finish was 10th, twice. I retired twice. Right. right. So it's going to be a crappy German car or a crappy mm. German team. Yes. I just <laughs> He's obviously listening. I got a thumbs up. I... That counts as a thank That's you. A thank yeah, you. That's a thank, thank you. Your you. duty is done. I know I'm doing it, mate. I'm actually doing it at the minute, but thanks. <laughs> You, you could have told me how handsome I am. Um, He's just sent him a picture of a moose. Um, I'm named after a mountain range in Germany. How are we on the German mountains? Then? Uh, crap. I, I don't know, yeah. There's some Alps, I think. Yeah, I don't know that I know German mountains. Uh, Alpine were French, mm-hmm. not German. No. And also a subdivision of Renault. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a maths equation. Yeah. Uh, I'd like a guess. Oh, Again, fun. don't all come at me at once. <laughs> don't worry, we will. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, the bicycle manufacturer who went into car racing for a while? Steyr Putsch. Where are they from? Oh. How are we spelling that? Uh, S-T-E-Y-R hyphen P-U-C-H. Doesn't sound German. A friend, of, like a friend of mine had a Putsch bike when uh, They were bicycle manufacturers, yeah. Stay a Putsch sounds like a female um, mu- mu- solo artist from the nineties. That sounds. I think like they were German. <laughs> I think they were German oh. because they had they had black, red, and yellow stripes on them. Or Belgian. Or Belgian. Belgian likes a bike. That's a good point. Yeah. We'll, we'll go, go with, with that it. anyway yeah, because we'll go we've got nothing it. else. It sounds plausible. The Where are you going st- with? Stay a mountains. Mm. Yeah. Stay a Putsch. Yeah, why not? My first F one race was at the South African Grand Prix. As were most yeah, teams and yeah. people who made their debut there, because that was That's what used to work the season. <laughs> <laughs> I came from a long line of caravan manufacturers. Amazing! Oh <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> that might be one of my favourite clues of all time. Winnebago F1. <laughs> Does anyone else feel like they're getting further away from the answer? Yes. <laughs> Nine. Yes, Heimer. Heimer were a, a German manufacturer of. Well, uh, Heimer is a thing, yes. Yeah, and they're owned by Mercedes now, but they may not have been back then. That's interesting. Hmm. Teammates included um, Rolf Stommelund. Stommelund. <laughs> I'm amazed I knew it without even looking at it because I knew what word he was going to be struggling yeah. with. And well, Rolf's a strange name, isn't it? There's not a lot of Rolfs. <laughs> Harris. Yeah, but he's not a Formula <laughs> One driver. But, no. <laughs> um, but I suppose. Also, he, Australia. Yes. 
But he's got some interesting stories about caravans. Um, <laughs> oh, <God>. John Watt <laughs> and John Watson. Stunned silence. Yeah. I take your silence to sandbagging. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're well up on the German caravan racing teams. Yeah. Uh, my team owner's t- uh, twin lost his arm in the Second World War and continued to race. Robert Kubica. <laughs> Apparently, there's a there's a strong line of one-armed racing drivers. <laughs> well, now Welly did. You've been wrong for many times. I know, yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with modern Formula One cars being too easy to drive. People with one arm could just drive. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere. Uh, imagine you can't do the DAS one-handed. Well, you might be able to... Presumably, you still need to be focusing on. Sort you of look like you're playing the, the stick, Phantom yeah. Fruit Machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a spaffer where you can have before you do the quote. Oh, we'll we'll yeah. He's playing the Phantom Fruit Machine. A <laughs> 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 hell of a euphemism, that. <laughs> Is he all right? He's fine. He's just playing the Phantom Fruit Machine. <laughs> Why do I feel that might be what the other person on the side of a glory hole does? <laughs> oh dear. Oh, looking forward to seeing the comments on this one. It's gone. Uh, it's gone oh horribly no. wrong. <laughs> you sure you wanted to live stream this one after the technological problems we had earlier? I started my life oh. as a March 721 no idea what that is. It's a car. It's a car. Uh, but I was significantly, re- significantly redesigned by Luigi, unpronounceable surname. <laughs> Bortolano. Uh, C-O-L-A-N-I. Kalani. Unpronounceable by me. <laughs> As in the F1 team, Kalani. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh. But they were Italian, so it's not no, these. not that then. Or am I thinking of Kalani? Um, Don't know. Oh, Jesus. There was a crappy German team called ATS. Nothing to do with the tyre repair company. Bavarian Mountains? <laughs> I think they have mountains in, in the Bavarian regions. I can, I can give you one last <laughs> clue. Yeah. If, if this answer is pronounced as I believe it's pronounced... Uh-huh. Go on. Uh, I sound similar to Santa's little friends. So... Or where they would come from. <laughs> right, so what? <laughs> the North Pole team. The no. Lapland team. Is uh, hang on, the, the, the Rhiner Mountains. Is that not a mountain range? Yeah, but His little friends. Like elves. I yeah. assumed we were going for elves rather than reindeer, but... I don't know where the Rhino Mountains even are. <laughs> where, 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 where do elves come from? I don't know. Elfland fiction. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best Dark Crystal impression I've heard. <laughs> I think he's just had his Phantom Fruit Machine played with. Wait. Or, or you could stop mocking me no. and take the help. I don't uh, know what help you're trying to give. I'm you off sound to play the When did, when did I make the noise? I made the noise when somebody said something, didn't I? Yeah. Elfland. No, not that one, then. <laughs> Elf is German for 11. 
I think we're going to have to give up. We're going to have to give up on this one. Aren't we? we do not know. Right. I am the Elfland F1 team. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. That, I, that was one. I think it's Elfland. It's E I F E L L L I N. This does not sound. Ifland. Yes, close enough. It's closer than you were. <laughs> Is that where your mum goes to do shopping? <laughs> the Iceland prawn ring. That was a hard one. That was a bloody, that was, that was a bloody tough one. Them. Nice yeah. one, Dan. That was that was uh, that was bloody great, Dan. How do you send in a shunt? You can tweet me at total shunt in a private message, or you can send me a private message on Instagram at the same name. And if you want to get a hold of the rest of us, you can get the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Three Legs Four Wheels. And individually, we are at Flood Twenty One, at Sean Cowper, and at Pablo One Hundred. Um, if you're old school, you can email Three Legs Four Wheels at gmail dot com and send a couple of shunts into that address as well for the backup supply when Lee's not about. While you send your email, you might as well look for our PO box number. <laughs> I could sort one out easily enough, you know. <laughs> Where people can send biscuits to. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, um, quick update on Formula Lee. It's Silverstone short, short track in the dry in the 2010 Red Bull. You've still got another week to get that one in. And uh, I think that about does it for this week, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Thanks uh, to everyone, by the way, who listened to me on Spotify this week. It was noted. And uh, thank you for everyone who actually made it to the YouTube stream after all our problems tonight. Just another apology to all the Patreons who were waiting to watch the live feed, which didn't happen. But we think we've conquered the technical gremlins now. think so. We think so. Um, we'll be back next week, and we'll be talking about the second week of testing and quick, quick spoiler-free review of Drive to Survive. And I'll be doing the live blog on Friday of pre-season testing on 3LegsPoreWheels.com. That's about it. I think so. Right, yeah. yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank God for me. <laughs>